Hello, horror fans. This is your host, Tim Davis, and I am one half of the legendary Dummies of Horror podcasting team, and the other half, we know him as Daniel Kalouf, but we call him Mushroom around these parts. Welcome, Mushroom. Hey. How are you, sir? I'm good. Very awkward intro this week. Um... It was. Yeah. I was like, do I do a character I'm, too? I'm trying to channel my inner, like, 1930s style where they're very polite. Oh. That's what I'm going for. I don't know if it's really working, but... Uh, Are they polite? Uh, <laughs> yeah. The, okay, I think they speak politely, but then they're jerks. Yeah. A lot of the times. <laughs> they're very... They're like, quiet, you silly woman. Yeah, they're <laughs> very... <laughs> they're very upfront. Yeah. Um, they use the word ma'am a lot, which, I don't know, is that patronizing nowadays? <laughs> I don't like you, sir, you're from a different place, you're disgusting. <laughs> you wear silly clothes. <laughs> yeah. You're different from me, get out of here. It was a different time. If that's any indication <laughs> as to what we're doing this, uh, this time, this episode, we are, uh, we're fighting. We're going back to the Versus episode, and we are fighting over which is the best decade of horror, starting from the 1920s all the way up to the 2010s. This is going to be going on for a few weeks. Uh, on this episode, we'll be doing, we'll be looking at 1930, the decade of 1930s, versing the 2000s. And um, this is going to be interesting, man. I'm, uh, I'm actually curious to see where this goes because. I don't really have a clue on where I'm landing right now. I I'm, I'm gonna week by week. We're gonna we're gonna just do it. <laughs> we, you know? we are we are. So over the next like I I've I've no front row on my head for best decade. Neither. Like I have a few picks that I think will be up there, but it's it's gonna be interesting because there's a lot of blind spots for me, especially in the 40s and the 50s and the 60s. Um, it, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how the decades differ from each other. Mm, for sure. So over the next five episodes, we will be putting two decades up against each other and narrowing it down until there's just one left standing. Um, and this is going to be hard because, um, we're going to have to do like probably just a jointed episode at the end where we have the remaining decades all fighting it out because it doesn't yep. match up perfectly. It's a bit of a fuck around, but, uh. We'll get to it. 
We'll figure it out. We'll get to it. Anyway, this is the Dummies of Horror podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's been a while. It's been a couple of weeks since we we recorded. It's good to hear your voice, Mushroom. I always love hearing a little Mushroom talk. Um, but Hello. Yes? <laughs> yeah, that's just an example of talking. Oh, okay, okay, sorry. Uh, but yeah, we have a star-studded show coming at you right now. We have a lot to talk about. We both have movies, new release movies to talk about. Uh, we have the the fight to talk about. And mm. for the first time in 2024, we have the question of the week. So before we oh, jump shit. into that, is there anything you would like to say? Anything you'd like to address uh, in our short little intro? No. No? That's, no. that's great. I will say... Before we jump in, and this is more of a what horrors have you done type of segment. Um, sure. 2024, so far, with the movies that we've got, uh, 2024 sucks. It's not good. <laughs> I'm Dude, I am absolutely struggling to find movies. I don't, I, I've been looking everywhere, like every streaming service, even online. Uh, I just can't come across anything. And all those movies that we talked about in the last episode that are coming out, um, I, I can't find them. So yeah. I don't know what the go is. If if this is the indication for what this year is going to be like, we're in for a long fucking year, man. Holy shit. I'm sure it'll pick up. It's the start of the year, right? I, like, yeah. I hope so. We'll, we'll see. January is usually a dumping ground anyway. They, they didn't make a lot of movies last year so maybe they just didn't have anything to put out that they weren't like super chuffed on yeah i i have a feeling that yeah like last year i did 101 movies or something like that i i have a feeling i'm gonna struggle to get to 100 this year because it works for me (laughs) well let's get into the question of the week and then we'll talk about the movies we did see so right now it's question of the week Question of the week. All right. Question of the week for, uh, like, <laughs> the start of December. It's been a while, man. It has been a while. But here we are. Question of the week for last time was, what is your favorite 2023 movie of the year? Jordy Van Vukas comes in and says, right now it's still Mithrigan, but still got 15 films left on the list. Oh. He did change, and it ended up being Saw X. I like Torex. Uh, Kevin Nez had Cecil. The, uh... Cecil was good. The yeah. Finnish film that fucking rocked. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm just going to box all these together. Uh, jo- okay. Jordan Bibby. Uh, Chris Cameron. Jerry Herring. Tim Walker. Derek Burgess. Uh, all said Godzilla minus one. There was a lot of Godzilla it, minus one. <laughs> did you, you still haven't? I yeah? can't find it. It hasn't come out uh, online yet. I am no fucking word of a lie, man. I'm looking every single day. <laughs> I believe you. I um yeah. And every time I listen to a review, everyone keeps hammering it down that you need to see it in the theaters. And I'm like, I can't. I can't I just can't. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just waiting yeah. for it to drop VOD. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah. Just gonna crank the sound I, system. I, I feel like Oh, you don't live anywhere where they do that. <laughs> Do what? I was like, I feel like it's a movie they'll show in like 
those like little boutique theaters and stuff like the there's a million of in sydney we we have one down here but they yeah they don't play horror I know it's fucking bullshit, but I will watch it. Like, and Let's report- put on Lawrence of Arabia again. <laughs> uh, I will watch it and I will report and I'll let you know if it would have been in my top 10. When I eventually see it, I've heard July. I've been looking up okay. when it might come on VOD. Jesus. I know it sucks. <sighs> anyway, Shane Weatherall says Thanksgiving. Uh, B. Dramine okay. says non horror. It's back forth between Oppenheimer and Killers of the Flower Moon, but horror... They were good movies. Horror is Bowie's Afraid. Mm. Uh, Robert Hungry says Infinity Pool, and Zim yep. Vader says uh, Saw X, even though I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> yes. Yep. So there we go. All right, question of the week for this time, and we will be answering it next time, I promise. What is your favorite film from the decade 2000? Ooh. 2000's decade. Um, no idea. I'll tell you mine. Without a shadow of a doubt, Trick or Treat from 2007. Okay, that's a good one. What would yours be? Devil's Rejects is on the list. Uh, yeah, not that. House of a Thousand Corpses is on the list. I know you like that. I do like that. Uh, Dawn of the Dead remake. Maybe, maybe that. Yeah, Hills of Eyes remake was fucking great. Battle Royale, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Um, you can report next week if you like. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so that's the question for next time. What is your favorite film from the two thousands decade, from the year two thousand all the way to two thousand and nine? You have to pick one. It's tough, but it can be done. All right. I need to discuss something with you. A little film I watched. And I'm dying to talk about it. Sure. So, what horrors have you done? What horrors have you done? Alright, what horrors have we done this week? I've got a few movies that came out in January. A few here and there. I know. Uh, I'm going to start with a Tubi original from 2024. Movie is called Guess Who. Guess Who it's called. Oh. I did watch that. I forgot how long it's been. Oh, did you? Yeah, I watched that. Oh, okay. Well, it's it's the um, Mummers one. Yes, there is a mum involved. <laughs> no, the like the the holiday. Yes, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're right. Sorry, I forgot what the holiday is called. It's called Mummers, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so the story is a family visit turns deadly when a psychotic killer hiding behind an unusual tradition shows up with one target in mind. Yeah. So you do you want to explain what this tradition is in this movie? It's okay. From from what I remember, I forgot to log it. From what I remember, it was like half Halloween, half mystery or like half like riddle day or some shit. Yeah. So it was like, you scare someone with your Halloweeny costume, but it's just a costume that's made up of like garbage. Pretty much. Yeah. Right. Like random put together finds and things like that. Yep. Um, and then 
you have to answer a riddle, and if you get the riddle right, you get to see who's in the mask. Yep. That's... I think that's it. And, and people go fucking crazy and whatever. It, it it happens in a trailer park. So that's where the tradition happens. So, like, all, yeah, all yeah. the costumes are basically just, just rags and rubbish. But... Yeah. It's a fucking... I, I want to partake in this. It, sound, it seems cool. Yeah, it seems like a way better concept than the whole movie was. Uh, okay. Look, I... I somewhat... In, I enjoyed this movie more than I did it. Okay. I did. Here's the thing. Uh, this is a Tubi original, so I went in not expecting anything. And the only reason I watched it is because there was literally nothing else to watch. Uh, it is a slasher film... And I give it credit because it's unique, it's creative, it had a twist in it that I didn't actually see coming. Uh, and some of the kills, well, the kills we get weren't bad for a 2B film. We, uh, look, I could have used more kills, I could have. But the ones we do get, I'm like, alright, 2B, okay. Um, in saying that, it's been... When did I watch it? The 21st of January. So, like, 10 days ago. And I barely remember much about it. Same. So I forgot I watched it, to be honest. <laughs> so, I'm guessing you're not as high as I am? I mean, slightly lower once you score it. But, like, um, it was fine. I really liked the concept. I really liked Mamas, but I just thought the characters were dumb and the motivations were dumb and, and all the problems were mostly story problems. Pretty much. Like, uh, the en- I can't remember the ending. I just remember being annoyed at it. <laughs> That's fair. Like, it was... Oh my God, don't describe the ending. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't great. So out of 10, what would you give it? I gave it a five. Okay, I'm giving it a six. Yeah. I, I yeah. If if you have literally nothing else to watch, I say go check it out. It's on Tubi right now. The movie's called Guess Who. Um, it's it's an adequate movie. Uh, it looks like it was fun to put together, but like honestly, the only reason it was a five is because of like that Mummers thing. That's a really cool concept. It is, and I'd I'd like a better movie. <laughs> yeah, I want, out of it, I want more movies based on this Mummers tradition. Yeah, I think it was really cool. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, since you've only done one other one and I've also watched it, do you want to tackle that or? Sure. Let's do that one. Okay. So, uh, you, you do it. Yeah. So I watched, cause Tim watched the vampire next door. Mm-hmm. Um, this was weird. <laughs> do, you want me, do you want me to explain the plot first? Kind of, yeah. yeah. Okay, so it. I'm just going off letterbox here. Uh, when 20-year-old Cameron discovers he has a female vampire living next door, she enlists him to help her avenge the murder of a former lover. Cameron reluctantly agrees and goes along with the adventure until he finds out the main target is his five-year-old secret... Five-year... Shit. Five-year secret crush, Diane. That wow. Gave- that gave too much away. <laughs> That's like the movie. I'm gonna have you to, don't find that out until like the last 20 minutes. I'm, I'm going to fucking 
bleep that out because it's fucking yeah it's the whole movie i don't know why i read that that's legit the whole movie i'm like hey hold on that's that's it that's the movie summed up in two sentences yeah pretty much all right and i gotta say for me that's the kind of movie summed up in two sentences Um, I, okay, I actually like a horny movie, but there was like literally no titties in it at all, which, which may be so sad. disappointing. Yeah. Right. And you're like, you're dressing them up in like, and like, obviously the whole point of this movie was for the thing that happens at the end. Yeah. Right. Yep. Like, it feels like the director, writer, because he was the same dude. Yeah. Just wanted to, like, he's like, I'm going to pick this chick and this chick, and they're going to do that. Pretty much, yeah. I'm going I'm to joke off to it later. And the Star Wars kid is me. <laughs> Movie. Yeah. Um, but the rest of it is just kind of a, a shit show. Like... The dialogue's boring. It's not filmed very well. Like, it's really standard. Uh, the kills were a bit shit. If... Honestly, I, I saw it a couple of days ago. Yeah, if if at all, right? Like, you, I know people you, died, but... You didn't see anything. It was lots of, All the kills like, were off screen. <laughs> that yeah. kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Like, bloody hands falling down a windscreen. Yeah, um, yeah. And it kind they kind of stopped anything actiony kind of stopped happening until like a fucking queef of a fight at the end. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Um, this 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 one for me is another five. It was like it could have been cool, but it just wasn't. See, when I watched it, um, firstly you've got. Two main characters who are smoking hot girls. Yeah. Um, little disappointed we saw, saw no skin. But while I was watching it, I actually yep. had a pretty good time watching it. And then I thought about it, and it's got its problems. Look, the performances are all over the place. The characters yep. get annoying at times, especially this main kid. And I, I wish we got some more gore with it. Also... I felt the story was just a tad bit too long for what we got. Yeah. Also, like, it was... They're just like, oh, the the ending felt like it was written in two minutes. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Like, it was written on the day. Like, yep. why, why were they, like, to, like, and... <sighs> it was really dumb. Like, I, uh-huh. I was probably... I was, I was enjoying it. I was probably like at a six, like, like you said, man, like it was, it was okay. But then the ending made me so like, what is this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that I was just like, no, nah, it needs to get knocked off. Like it's, it's a low five for me. So I'm a little high. I'm coming in at a 5.5 out of 10. Yeah. So I'm right there with I, you I could, just a little bit. I can even go 4.5, but I'll round it up. Yeah. Okay. But, nice uh, five. Yeah. But yeah, it just feels like it, nothing original, nothing good. Yeah. Uh, even the like 
I'm looking at the picture now and it's just True Blood, right? Uh, yeah, that's what. I, yeah, th- that's what it was. I was looking at it, going, "Why do you look familiar?" The po- movie poster, because it's just a True Blood yeah, ripoff. It is. Holy shit! Yeah, you nailed it. Yeah, I don't know. Look, if you want to watch smoking hot chicks play vampires, then I don't think it's the worst thing. I'm going to talk about a movie which is definitely worse than this. Um, but yeah, eh, it's not going to be like eh. a top ten for anyone. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, hopefully it's bottom of the list and, and the year only gets better, but yeah. man, it's not started out very well. Well, I'm with you, dude. I'll go into the next uh, two, I think it. Sure. No, I've got three other films from this year I can talk about. So let me get okay. into this one because it's going to be quick. The movie is called Scalper. From it says 2023, but it was released widely, widely Rob Hungry in 2024. So it's a 2024 movie. Fuck, you CM Punk loving fuck. Uh, all right, Scalper. Uh, let me just quickly skim this to make sure I don't fucking um, spoil anything. Everyone, everyone around psychic Clementine Carter is being brutally murdered by a mass killer dubbed the Scalper. Is it the dead psycho Andrew Lubitz back from the grave? A copycat killer or a horror beyond imagination? That, yeah. This movie's called Scalper. Uh, going into this, because the poster art actually looks pretty cool. I did like the poster yeah, art. Yeah, it really does. It's giving me... Um, Possession? Uh, like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is a sequel. To another movie with a completely different name. So, if you don't know that it's a sequel, you're going to be completely fucking lost. Just like I was. You need to watch the first before you can understand this movie. They kept referencing characters like we're meant to know them. The the past events. And I'm like, what? What is happening? And I searched it up on IMDb and the first thing says sequel to... Jesus, let me just find it out. Otherwise, it's going to annoy me. Um, okay. In saying that, I really didn't care for this movie at all. Um, besides some really cool practical effects kills, it, uh, it, it just bored the shit out of me. It stars um, Jake Busey. I like Jake Busey. Okay, so it's a sequel to a movie called Nightcaller. Okay. Never heard of Nightcrawler before, but this is the sequel, and uh, this movie is called Scalper. So, be warned if you want to watch Scalper, you're going to have to watch uh, Nightcrawler first. Do I have to? No, you don't have to watch this movie. I I, (laughs) honestly, I was just bored with this movie. Just bored. Is it? Is it 2024? Yeah, it is. But um, I, I, I think I, have to. I th- <laughs> it's up to you, man. I think you can no, skip I it. Have to. I was no, just bored. Look, on the plus side, it does have some pretty cool kills and decent effects. Uh, I'm gonna do your list and then some. All right, all right. Um, it does have some cool kills. The killer looks pretty good too, and there's a reason the killer looks cool. I won't get into it, but um, that's that's the amount of praise I can give this movie. I gave it four out of ten. Wasn't a fan of Scalper. Alright, uh, next one I watched. I watched this last night. It's on Amazon Prime. It's called Trunk Locked In. 
And this is more of a thriller, but... Marlena wakes up disorientated in the trunk of a speeding car and discovers to her horror that she is missing more than her memory. When her mobile phone as the only link to the outside world, she wages a desperate battle for survival. Uh, this is a... I think it's German, so it isn't subtitled. You have to watch it in subtitles. But okay. this is probably my favorite film of the year so far which is not saying much because I gave this film a seven. It held my attention. The cinematography was decent. This is a movie that's set in one location for the majority of the movie. And that's in a, a trunk, in a trunk, in a car. So we're following this, this woman locked in a trunk of a car. And, okay. um, yeah, there's like twists and turns of why she's there. And, um, yeah. So a lot of voice acting because she's on the, She's on a phone a lot. Uh, yep. It kept me engaged. I was engaged the majority of the time. It, when it was all said and done, I wouldn't go back and watch it. But I okay. still enjoyed my time. I gave it a 7 out of 10. So that's the nice. highest scoring movie of the year. Uh, last one, and this is one that you watched, going from my highest scoring now to my lowest scoring movie of the year. We're talking about Night Swim. The one theatrical movie from this month, Blumhouse, mind you. Yep. Um, I'm not going to give you the plot synopsis because the movie is about a fucking haunted swimming pool. That's all you need to know. This is... Okay, so when I watched it, I came out thinking, yep, boring, predictable, run-of-the-mill horror. Blah. I gave it a five. And then I thought about it, and I'm like, hang on. Nothing makes fucking sense in this movie. There are so many plot holes throughout. And I, I listened to um, No More Room in Hell, Fresh Cuts, their episode on this, and they just... They came up with so many good points on their podcast about why this movie sucks. And I'm like, fucking hell. Fresh Cuts does it again. They, uh, they nailed their review on this movie. Made me hate it so much more than I did. I really disliked this movie. I did not give a fuck about any of the characters I didn't care about uh, the main character being a baseball player I didn't care about anyone in this movie it wasn't no. scary it wasn't funny it was boring I fell asleep during the movie I had to go back and rewatch it which sucked because I didn't have to because nothing fucking happened mm -hmm. uh, this movie is locked in for bottom of the list at the end of the year wow uh, unless something else really badly pisses me off, this is going to be my number one most disappointing movie of the year. Night Swim was just fuck, just a drag. It was so just poorly written. Like, what? I, I get it. it. It's like an adaption from like a short movie, but yeah. and and there's no fucking protagonist. Oh, sorry, antagonist. There's no antagonist in this movie. When you think about it, you're like, wait, who's the bad guy in this movie? The fucking water? The pool? I, I'm, I'm getting into spoilers here, but yeah. Um, <laughs> I really didn't like it. Super boring, paint by numbers, Blumhouse horror. Blumhouse, you've done it again. Fuck me. They have been nailing it with really bad movies lately. Five Nights at Freddy's. Fucking Halloween Ends. Um, the Exorcist. Believer. Now Night Swim. 
Anyway, yep. rant over. <laughs> it was it was really generic and garbage. It, I gave it a six because I, I enjoyed like some of the visuals and stuff, but like it is just the most bland, blum movie. Yeah, you gave it a six, did you? Yeah, dude, I, I gave it a three. I was really generous. The, the longer I get away from it, the more I'm just like, no, nah, this is terrible. <laughs> I would I would honestly love to do a little spoiler talk about it with some of the problems, but um, I don't want to do it right now because it's still brand new. But um, yeah, it just had super super problems in it that just don't make sense. Yeah, so, I know. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Fuck that movie. Blumhouse, you really turn me off. Like, do better. Please. I get it that you're catering for an audience that's not me, but can we get something good? Come on, you made Halloween 2018 and Halloween Ends. You made some good movies, but lately you are just not, not delivering at all. So, that's it. (laughs) Cool, man. So, anything else? Uh, nothing new. No. No? Okay. Well, that concludes this part of the show. We are going to dive into the meat and potatoes of the program, where we get into a fight. 1930s versus the 2000s. Which decade is better? Let's get into it with feature presentation. Are you tired of being naked? Then wear shirts with our faces on them. Go to our Facebook group page, Dummies of Horror Super Friends, and there you'll see the red bubble link. Click on it, and you can buy anything with our faces on it. Shirts, phone cases, clocks, anything you want with our faces on them. Because what the world needs is merchandise with our faces on them. And now for our feature presentation... All right, here we are. The Decades of Horror fight. This is thanks to Geordie Van Vukla. Shout out to Geordie for this idea. Cool idea. It gives us both a chance to watch some movies that we just haven't had a chance to watch. So I'm digging this idea. Um, What we're going to do here is we're going to talk about the 1930s first. Uh, Both me and The Mushroom, The Mushroom and I, sorry, both watched yes. um, movies from the 1930s decade. We're going to be yes. talking about those different movies, uh, and then we'll go into the the decade of the 2000s, talk about movies we did watch in that decade, and then at the end, we will get into a fight. We have five different questions, and we're going to uh, come up with which decade we think is better. Now, I must uh, underline the point that this is our opinion don't get upset if the decade you love the most doesn't win. It's just, it's just our opinion. So, um... Yeah. Yeah. So, fuck you. <laughs> Don't say that. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. So, let's start with the 1930s. The Golden Age of Horror. I bid you welcome. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! I give you a last chance to leave me alone. Give me a last chance. You're crazy to know who I am, aren't you? All right, I'll show you. I am Dracula. We accept one of us. We accept one of us. 
Listen to them. Children of the night. What music they make. I'll show you who I am and what I am. <laughs> This was widely considered to be the finest era of the genre. The last decades between the 1920s and the 30s saw many classics being produced and can be neatly divided down the middle to create a separation between the silent classics and the talkies. Once the silent era gave way to the technological process, we had a glut of incredible movies that paved the way for generations to come, particularly in the field of monster movies. Think the second iteration of Frankenstein from 1931, The Mummy from 1932, and the first colour adaptation of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde from 1931. The 30s also marked the first time that the word horror was used to describe the genre. Previously, it was really just romance melodrama with a dark element, and it also, also saw the first horror stars being born. Bella Lugosi of Dracula fame was arguably the first to uh, specialize solely in the genre. And then we had Boris Karloff as well, uh, to name a few. And as well as the as unnerving its viewers, the genre was starting to worry the general public at this point, with heavy censoring and public outcry becoming common with each release. White Zombie is considered the first feature-length zombie movie and has been described as the archetype and model of all zombie movies. Now, something that I did notice, Mushroom, while uh, mm. looking up movies to watch from the 30s, is that the first half of the 30s, there seemed to be a lot more horror films. Yeah. And there's a reason to that. There's a reason why, why there's not as many bigger blockbusters in the later half of the 30s. So apparently in 1933, the British, the British Board of Film Censors... Oh, look, it's the British. <laughs> <laughs> look, there's Matt Wood riding in a plane. Um, oh, look out. It's not a plane, was it? <laughs> there's Lisa Bo? in the sky. <laughs> it's the Simpsons what? reference. Lisa in the sky with diamonds, LSD, blah, blah, fuck off. Yeah. The British Board of <laughs> Film Censors, the BBFC... Yes. introduced a H rating for films labelled horrific for any films likely to frighten or horrify children under the age of 16 years. And only a year later, Hollywood initiated a strict production code limiting the violence and sexuality that could be portrayed in films. In 1935, <laughs> in 1935 the president of the BBFC, Edward Short, wrote, and I quote, Although a separate category has been established for these horrific films, I am sorry to learn that they are on the increase. I hope that the producers and renters will accept this word of warning and discourage this type of subject as far as possible. As the United Kingdom was a significant market for Hollywood, American producers listened to Short's warning, and the number of Hollywood-produced horror films decreased in 1936. A trade paper variety reported that Universal Studios' abandonment on horror, of horror films after the release of Dracula's Daughter was that European countries, especially England, are prejudiced against this type of product. So thanks a lot, Matt and Kate. 
you fucks. <laughs> Goddamn winged palms. All your fault. Probably just ups- you're just upset you lost the cricket or something. <laughs> <laughs> they care so much more about the cricket. <laughs> Probably care more than I do. Anyway, so that, that's an intro to the 1930s. A little bit of an interesting uh, discussion there. But um, I watched some movies from the 1930s, and I, I guess you did too. I guess I did. you did too. So um, I did. You did more than me, so I'm going to let you go first, and um, we'll talk about what we watched from the 30s. Sure. Um, first one I watched, and... Probably my favourite one I watched uh, was Freaks. Fucking love this movie. From uh, 1932. Yep. Um, so, uh, circuses, beautiful trapeze artist agrees to marry the leader of a sideshow of performers, but his deformed friends discover she is only marrying him for his inheritance. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's like... Really short, like a lot of these movies were. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> no pun intended. It was basically crawling on the ground. And yeah, it was just, it was a good fucking movie. It was creepy and it was like menacing and it had like a lot of action in it. Yeah. Um, a lot happened in that hour, right? Like there was just like a lot of shit happening. Yeah. Yeah. Gobble, 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 gobble. <laughs> it was just, it was a really fun movie, man. It's great, um, eh? It was also, like, one of my favorite seasons of, like, American Horror Story as well. See, I haven't watched that. Is it? It's the the freak show season. Yeah, should so, I like, watch that season? Give me a lot of that shit. Yeah, you should. You should. Is it similar to the movie, like Freaks? Yes. Oh. Yes, it has a lot of similar things. Okay. Because it's crazy. Like, you couldn't make a movie like Freaks nowadays. No. <laughs> no, you couldn't. Just exploiting these people. Yeah, pretty much. It's just like, dance monkey. Yeah. Is the vibe I got for sure. Yeah. Um, it's like the little dude. It's kind of upsetting too, that movie. Like, the little dude that marries the girl. Yeah. Just leaves his fucking, his own girlfriend or wife just to be with his... Normal tall person. <laughs> They're all like, but I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you sound like Cartman then? <laughs> I, just, I, got, I got like Cartman vibes from it. <laughs> yeah, dude, I fucking love Freaks. Uh, it's one of the better movies from the 30s. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I gave this thing a 9 out of 10. I don't know if wow. we're like scoring them and shit, yeah, but yeah. I really liked Freaks. Fuck yeah, dude. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I, I just, I went on Google and I just searched up all horror films from the thirties and I just sure. watched the ones that interested me. So I started my journey with a movie from 1932 called Vampire, but it's by, it's spelled nice. V-A-M-P-Y-R. So it's spelled nice. differently. The story is traveler Alan Gray arrives in the village of, uh, Calder, Pier. I don't know, and takes lodging in a small inn. Gray has a great interest in the supernatural, particularly vampires. He's barely settled in when he feels a sinister force descending upon him. In the night, an old man enters his room and tells him she must not die. One of the old man's daughters, 
Leone has... Okay, that's getting into spoiler territory, so I'm not going to say it. But basically, it's a movie (laughs) about vampires. Wow, I guess. Uh, Look, man, I'm going to be completely honest with you. This movie was very experimental in the way it told its story. Uh, it, It jumps... It feels like it jumps all over the place in different directions, and I just didn't connect with it as much as I wanted it to. I will give it credit because it uses um, it uses shadows really, really well in this oh, yeah, kind of cool. kind of like how Nosferatu did as well, but more so in this one. Yeah, sweet. Um, but beyond that, man, I just couldn't connect with this film. I appreciate how it was made and everything like that, but the story was just weird. I had to I had to go on fucking Wikipedia plot and read <laughs> what happened because I didn't understand it. Yeah, um, that's fair. So for that, I gave it a six. Um, but the movie is Vampire from 1932. Nice. All right, your turn. My turn. Uh, next one I checked out from 1930 was Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Oh, nice. I haven't seen this, actually. From uh, 1931. Uh, so, Dr. Jekyll believes that there are two distinct sides to men, a good and an evil side. He believes that by separating the two, men can become liberated uh, he succeeds in his experiment with chemicals to accomplish this and transform into Hyde uh, to commit horrendous crimes. Uh, when he discontinues use of the drug, it was already too late. Mm-hmm. And so how? it's yeah, it's the you know Doctor Jekyll and Hyde story. Yep. Um, it was actually pretty fun. There was like bits where it dragged, but it's also from the nineteen thirty. Yeah, you know, it's from nineteen thirty-one. So, what do you want? Um, he basically turns into a weird monkey man. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. Was <laughs> expect he's like teeth get all fucked up, and he gets hairy hands, and they're like, "This is evil." <laughs> and I'm like, oh, kind of just looks more woggy. <laughs> 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 I was like, should I be offended? Only you can say that. <laughs> just like you look a more Arab man. <laughs> Big bushy eyebrows, hairy hands. What do you want? So he looks nothing like the Van Helsing movie with Hugh Grant, where he just turns into like a nine foot behemoth that speaks. Nah, it's pommy. just a. Nah, he's just like a weird, <laughs> rapey monkey man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Does he? Does he kill? I haven't. I haven't seen this one. Have, does he kill anything? Yeah, he kills something. Okay. I won't ask what that something is. I'm assuming it's a yeah. woman. Yeah. Is that a woman? It's a it's a pretty horny movie for a 1930s movie, which I always appreciate. Okay. Um, a lot of thigh action. Yeah. Which is scandalous. Oh, show me them ankles. I almost wrote to my <laughs> local member of parliament. <laughs> 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 um... But yeah, I, I actually I I enjoyed it for the most part. It was still lots of like them running around after him. The biggest thing in these movies, man, is the lack of music. Yeah, you know what I mean, like the lack of score and stuff. Sometimes, like, and then like especially for this one, he plays the piano a lot, and then when there is music, it's so loud. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But then there's no other music any other time. So like, whenever there's a chase or something, it feels weird because it's just like <laughs> <laughs> you see them like running in the street. It feels odd. 
But anyway, um, eight out of ten. Wow. Okay. <laughs> it, was, it was fun. Nice. It was fun. All right. Um, the next one I watched is from 1934. It's called The Black Cat. Um, oh, I had this on my uh, list per se. Okay. Maybe hear what I got to say first before okay. you want to watch it. Uh, after a road accident in Hungary, the American honeymooners Joan and Peter, and the um, and a doctor where where the guest I don't know find refuge in a house on the framed architect some other funny name Polzig, whatever who God. shares who shares a dark past with the doctor. So this one stars um, Bela Lugosi and Boris Karloff. Shit. Which was cool. That's uh, Dracula and... Uh, and F- Frankenstein. Werewolf? Oh, Frankenstein. Frankenstein, yeah. Yeah, so it was them two, which Boris Karloff, who played Frankenstein, you can you can differentiate the two, but Bela Lugosi, dude, I, I just got, I just kept thinking, oh, when are you turning into Dracula? The whole movie. Because he speaks like Dracula. He looks exactly like Dracula. The whole movie. So I was just like... I just kept getting confused. I'm like, wait, this isn't Dracula. This is a different like character. I didn't Paul Rubin do anything. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, when are you going to do it? Yeah, when are you, there you go. Hey, you couldn't help yourself, could you? I can't do it that great. It makes me laugh so much that you hate him. Um... <laughs> Anyway, so the black cat, um, uh, dude, I gotta be honest again, man. This isn't really a horror movie until the last ten minutes of the film. There's a lot of talking, and th- like, thank fuck for these movies from the '30s because the majority of them only go for an hour, maybe an hour and ten minutes, which yep. is great. I love that, but um, this movie just it it dragged for me. But the last ten minutes goes in this direction that like I was thinking holy fuck this is like shocking for the 30s what can you spoil it a movie from 70 years ago wait 90 years ago yeah I can basically I'll just tell you I won't tell you who he does it to but he Got skins it. a man alive fuck yeah dude and like you don't obviously see it it's not like mm. the movies nowadays but you do see it in shadow form that's cool and I'm just like holy Dude, what the f- like for the thirties? This is like pretty full on. That's some shit. Yeah, this is like the sadness level shit for the thirties. <laughs> and then he fucks the skin. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, up until the last ten minutes, man, I just was not connecting with this film. I kept thinking it was Dr- a Dracula movie, but um, I'll, I'll still give it a six out of ten. Sure. So that's the Black Cat. Um. I want to talk about a movie that drags a bit. Uh, a Hunchback of Notre Dame. <gasps> really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, it, it was actually it's it's actually decent, but it's long. It's like two hours. Holy shit! Really? Yeah, it's 117 minutes. Fuck! All right. Wow. For a fucking. Uh, but it's basically the Disney one, but just more bullshit. So I've never seen any iteration of The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Oh, okay. Um, oh, well, I think you should just watch it, honestly. 
Does he does he look all fucked up like the the Disney version? Uh yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does. You had me at fucked up. Yeah, he looks all fucked up. Okay. <laughs> um, but now. yeah, I I I, w- I was decently I decently enjoyed this one. I just gave it a seven. Okay. Two. Well, I don't want to spoil it too much. Yeah, it's long. All right, a seven's still a good score. Mm. Um, so maybe we'll have to, I'll have to watch it when we go back to the if the if the thirties does win. Yeah, make it through. Yeah, yeah. All right, the next one I watched is a movie called the Isle. Well, it's called Island of Lost Souls from nineteen thirty two. Have you? I, you, I also watched this. Oh, did you? Okay, well, we can do this together. So this oh. is like the original. Um, do we have to hold hands or we just? Um, we don't have to, but I'd prefer to. I'd like, yeah, I'd like to. What's the remake called? Dr. Moreau's... The Island, uh, the Island of Dr. Moreau. Yeah, I think so. From... The Brando one. Yeah, yeah. There's the one from 1996 with Val Kilmer. And then there's the one... There's one from 1977. I, I will just say, after watching this one here, I'm, I really want to watch the remakes because... Yeah, I, me too. I fucking love this movie, man. I really enjoyed this movie, dude. Island of Lost Souls. So the story is... Uh, an obsessed scientist conducts profound experiments in evolution, eventually establish- establishing himself as a self-styled demigod to a race of mutated, half-human ab- um, abominations. Abom- yeah, dude, I just had a brain fart. Could not even fucking <laughs> read the word there. <laughs> half-human abdomens. <laughs> abominations, yep. Yeah, so... I, I know... Of the story going in, um, but I know ne- I've never seen any of the movies, so I didn't know what to expect. But man, I really like this movie, it's so well done. The makeup effects are fucking cracker, they're crazy. Agreed. The animals, like the abominations, look like they're fucking creepy, they're pretty good, eh? Yeah, uh, acting is great. Bella Lugosi, who I did not even realize it was Bella Lugosi until the credits was the standout here for me. He, I loved him, his portrayal in this movie. I think he, I think this movie really worked for me. For me, this is an eight out of 10. For me, this was also an eight out of 10. No way. Twinsies. Yeah. Twinsies. Um, no, yeah, I really liked it. It was cool. It was fucked up. Um, like, and yeah, everyone killed it. It was really weird. And I liked it. Especially for 1930s. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, we're doing the 70s next episode, so I'm going to watch the remake. Because um, there's one that came out in 77, so... Yeah. Chill, why not? I'm curious. Uh, okay, is it my turn or your turn? Yeah, I'll go. Okay. Um, take that. Uh, I watched The Hound of the Baskervilles. <laughs> That's my next one, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Um... It was alright. It was a werewolf movie, but also Sherlock Holmes. Was it a werewolf movie? Not really. <laughs> but maybe we'll have to find out. So, let me just read the plot synopsis so you can get to your thoughts. Uh, on his uncle's death, on his uncle's death, Sir Henry Baskerville returns from Canada to take charge at his ancestral hall on the desolate moors of Devonshire and finds that Sherlock Holmes is there to investigate the local belief that his uncle was killed by a monster hound that has roamed the moors since 1650 and is likely to strike again at Sir Henry. 
So, mm-hmm. your thoughts? It was fine. I like that Watson was a big jerk idiot. Isn't he always though? Not always. Not in the like most recent Sherlock one. Okay, I thought he always um, was. But I don't know. I just kind of uh, I just kind of enjoyed watching it. I didn't realize it was an old Sherlock movie. Yeah, neither did I. And, and then I look at the uh, then I looked at the like poster and I was like, oh, there he is. <laughs> didn't even see it. So I did some digging, and this is the first of fourteen Sherlock and Holmes films. <laughs> really? <laughs> but with um with these two actors playing Sherlock and Holmes. Huh. Yeah, first of fourteen, man. That's cool. Yeah. Um, for me, look, I enjoyed it too. I had a good time with it, but it's not as much as a horror as I thought it was. Not really. It's mainly just a murder mystery film. I mean, it came up in the horror list. Yeah, no, so that same for me. Yeah, that's why I watched it too. Um, but you liked it, yeah? I enjoyed it. I like a good Sherlock movie. Mm-hmm. I, um, um, but yeah, like I, I think they were trying to make you think it was a werewolf movie. Look, I'll, I'll say this: like, it's not without its creepy moments. The biggest horror highlight for me is the setting of the moors itself, like filling yeah. with fog and making it one of the better sets of the thirties. Yeah, um, that's cool. And then we have the hound itself. Um. Mm. So yeah, I thought it was a werewolf film or a supernatural story, but it's not. Um. Also. I feel that American Wealth in London got uh, a few ideas from this movie. It definitely was probably inspired by yeah. it, for sure. Stay off the moors and all that shit. So, mm. yeah. Good, decent movie. I enjoyed my time with it, but um, I just... I was a little disappointed because I thought it was like a werewolf film. And it's not. I liked it. I just like it because it was a Sherlock Holmes movie. That That formula where he's just a genius... Is always funny. Yeah, yeah. It's basically like Batman, but without the fucking cape and shit. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. I'll go on to my last one. And I watched a movie called The Most Dangerous Game. Ooh. Did you watch is that this? Man? No. <laughs> uh, so when le- legendary hunter Bob Rainsford is shipwrecked on the uh, reefs surrounding a mysterious island, he finds himself the guest of a reclusive and eccentric Count Zaroff. While he is very gracious at first, Zaroff eventually forces Rainsford and two other shipwreck survivors, brother and sister Eve and Martin, to participate in a sadistic game of cat and mouse in which they are the prey and he is the hunter. <sighs> this movie was so much fun. I had a really, really, yeah, a really good time with it. Um, uh, it's just man hunting man basically nice and um i didn't search up if this has been remade but i would love to see a remake of this like in modern day with some well if we do the 1970s there is a most dangerous game <gasps> is there uh i don't know i think it's chinese oh okay weird okay i, I don't know. i don't know if it's a remake though but it has the same title interesting is it is it horror can I? Can we include it? I don't know because, like, to be perfectly honest, like, if you want to get action crime, okay, yeah. See, if you want to get technical into it, this isn't really a horror because there's no real like supernatural elements to it at all. But 
I class it mm. as a horror because it is a scary situation in which you're being hunted. Um, like if I class Predator as a horror, then this fits as well. Um, but yeah, I just had a really good time with this movie. It's a decent, well-made film, uh, plenty of action, and it only has a runtime of 63 minutes, so it's easy to watch. You can watch this on YouTube in color, which I did, and uh, the color, okay. the actual like the quality is really good in this. So yeah, give it a go. That's nice. the most dangerous game from 1932. Okay, last one I watched. Yeah. Is Mad Love from 1935. Okay, I was going to watch this, but I didn't have time. I fucking really like this. Yeah, okay. Um, so, the story is, according to Letterboxd, it's not too much of a giveaway. Um, but an insane surgeon's obsession with an actress leads him to replace her wounded pianist's penist husband's <sighs> hands. Whoa, that's hard to say. <laughs> Uh, with that of, of a knife murderer, <laughs> the so hands would still have the urge to throw knives. So it's kind of like a Frankensteinian story. Yes, right? Yeah. Um, there's that, and then like there's the whole, he like keeps like a whole ass wax figure of this actress in like his apartment, and then there's a weird cockatoo for some reason, and then he like... <laughs> It's it's really fucking weird and funny and good. Um, it's not like haha funny, um, like it's not like jokes and and things like that. But he's just, it's it's a weird movie, and I really liked it, and I gave it like an eight. Nice, wow. Yeah, I I super enjoyed it. Um, he he's just he's that guy that talks like this. Oh, okay, one of those. And he's just got big bug eyes, and he's like, but I love you so much. <laughs> All right, so that's it for you? Yeah. Okay, so out of the movies from the 30s that you watched, which was your favorite? Um, Definitely Freaks, but I think runner-up, uh, Mad Love, for sure. Wow, okay. Uh, for me, it's, it's tied between The Most Dangerous Game and Island of Lost Souls. I really enjoyed both of those. So nice, yeah. But I mean, the '30s also had like obviously they had heaps of really great films. I mean, you've got obviously the Universal Monsters, Frankenstein. The yeah, Bride I was, of Frankenstein. I was, I was trying to stay away from um. So was uh, I from the stuff I'd already seen. Yep. Um, but they're definitely going to come into um play when I vote yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Um, because yeah, I fucking I like. Uh, Bride of Frankenstein is one of my like fucking favorite movies. Yeah, same here, same here. And then you've um, got like, you've got like the Invisible Man and and um also Mad fucking regular Frankenstein. Yep. Um, fucking what else? Like all all the ones we watched when we were doing the all the Universal Monster stuff. Like, yeah, all that shit. Yeah, like Dracula's great. Daughter was really good. I really enjoyed that. I enjoyed that more than Dracula. Um, but then you've yeah. got Werewolf of London, which is a good werewolf movie. Um, you've got mm-hmm. uh, The Old Dark House, which is a really good movie. Actually, one of the better movies from the 30s. Um, you'll have to watch that next time. Um, <clears throat> White... I think I have that, possibly. Yeah. White Zombie, which stars Bela Lugosi as well, which, which is one of the first zombie movies. Then you've got The Mummy, of course. Yours fucked. Yeah. I, I have it, 
but I have a version of it where it's got this like director's commentary of this like film critic over it. Oh, yuck, really? Yeah, so it's just this dude talking about like fucking film history and shit. Oh, okay. All right. I was I was annoyed because I really wanted to watch White Zombie. Yeah, okay. I think you can most of these films you can find on YouTube. I think so. so. They're not hard to find. Some of them don't have the best quality, but the most dangerous game had really good quality and it's in color. So, which is rare to see. Mm. But um that's it for the 30s. We're going to jump over to the 2000s and talk about that. So, what's the plan? Right. Pancakes. Pancakes. No pancakes. Is enough! I have had it with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane! Everybody strap in! I'm about to open some fucking windows. Always check your candy. You like Huey Lewis on the news? Their early work was a little too. too wave for my taste. And sports came out in 83. I think they really came into their own, commercially and artistically. No matter what they do to you, you cannot die. One! Fuck your mama! Two! Fuck your sister! Something in the mist! Something in the mist! Put John Lee! Make them remember what fear tastes like! First of all, fuck you! How's that for a slice of fried gold? Yeah, boy! We are talking about the decade of the 2000s. So, the 2000s horror movie had to adapt rapidly in the new decade, after so many dire things were predicted for the turn of the millennium. January 1st, 2000 came and went without miss, without much mishap. Nonetheless, a, a seismic shift was on the way. Many commentators have identified the true beginning of the 21st century as September 11th, 2001. The events of that day changed global understanding of what is to be afraid and set the cultural agenda for the following years. 2000s horror movies reflected the new cruelty. The film industry already facing a recession was hit hard as filmmakers struggled to connect with audiences amid the general trauma. Anyone trying to sell a horror film in the autumn of 2001, as George Romero tried with Land of the Dead, got rebuffed. Mm. Everyone wanted to make warm and fuzzy movies. But by 2005, the horror genre was as popular as ever. Horror films rudely topped the box office, yielding uh, an above-average gross on below-average costs. It seemed that audiences wanted a good group scare as a form of escapism. Just as their great-grandparents great great chose <laughs> Universal Monsters to escape the... 
uh, depression of the 1930s. See how they mm. both line up, these two decades? I see, I see. The monsters had to change, however. Gone were the lone psychopaths of the 1990s, far too reminiscent of media portrayals of Bin Laden, the madman in his cave. As the shock and awe of 21st century warfare spread across TV screens, cinematic horror had to offer an alternative, while still taping, sorry, while still tapping into the uh, cultural mood. So let's look at the films from 2000s. Like, there was many different, I guess you can call it uh, tropes. Not tropes, but like sure. style of films. I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is the uh, torture porn genre. Movies like Saw, Hostel, Inside, Wolf Creek, Martyrs, things like that. But yeah. then the 2000s were also famous for remakes. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Hills of Eyes, Friday the 13th, The Fog, Amityville Horror. The list goes on with that. Zombie movies were running rampant in the 2000s. Dawn of the Dead remake hits that we had 28 Days Later, which I know is more of an um, infection movie, but whatever. Uh, Land of the Dead, then Resident Evil started in the 2000s, but mm-hmm. also mm-hmm. made room for the Japanese horror to come into face. I know Japanese horror more started in the 90s with Ringu, but the 2000s, were just rich with Japanese-style movies such as Battle Royale, Gozu, Cairo, Juon, Dark Water. All these movies came into the 2000s. So there was a decent trend of all these different movies coming into one. So this is going to be tougher than first thought, but let's look into what we watched for the decade of the 2000s. Uh, do you want to start first, Mushroom? I've only really got two to talk about. Sure. Um, right, so I watched, first up, A Tale of Two Sisters. Nice. From some point. 2000 something. 2000 something. Sorry, should have been ready. Okay, 2003. Uh, So, uh, the story of this is a recently released patient from a mental institution returns home with her sister only to face disturbing events between her stepmother and the ghosts haunting their house, all of which connected to a duck past in the family's history. Uh, It was really cool. I actually don't know if... I think it's Korean, actually. Yeah. Um, but I am not sure. But so it was I, good. Sorry, I, I, I really enjoyed movie, it. Sorry. It was it was like a weird, creepy, ghosty, gory, fucked up. Um, yeah. Fucked up time. It was cool. I th- I think it paid off. Nice. Like it was a it was a long movie, but it was really good. Very nice. Uh, but I gave I gave it an eight out of ten. Damn, you're coming in hard with the eights. Yeah, I'm really I was just really enjoying the shit I was watching this week, so Lucky you. Um <laughs> Lucky yeah. you. Yeah. So for me, man, Sorry, I, I don't want got... to spoil it too much because it's like actually really good. Yeah, okay. I, I haven't seen it. 
And um, it's been on my to- list for a while. Yeah, I should. I should. So yeah, that's what's annoying. One of these decades has to leave us. And I've got movies from both the 30s and the thousands that I want to watch. <laughs> but, oh well. Um, so I only watched two movies from the 2000s um, because I've, I've seen so many more movies from this decade mm. than the 30s. So I was focusing mainly on the 30s. But what I did watch is two films that have been on my list for fucking ever. And I've just... I've just never come across them and I just kept forgetting to watch them. And that is the Grindhouse series. We start with Planet Terror and then Death Proof. Uh, nice. I've, n- I've never watched any watched of these. Them when they came out. Dude, everyone I speak to was like, yeah, I saw that at the cinemas. And I'm like, yeah. I'm so upset. I'm so upset I missed the train on this. So, so I'll start good. with Planet Terror. I'll start with Planet Terror. Uh, this one came in at uh, 2007 and is directed by Robert Rodriguez who I want to mm. watch more Robert Rodriguez movies now um, but the story is two doctors find their graveyard shift um, unindated with townspeople ravaged by sores among the wounded is Cherry a dancer whose leg was ripped from her body as the individuals quickly become enraged and aggravators Cherry and her ex-boyfriend Ray lead a team of accidental warriors into the night. Um, this movie, and I'm not sugarcoating this at all, this now, this movie is now like one of my favorites from the 2000s. I fucking loved this. This was unreal. This was, it could have used some boobs, but beyond that, it had everything, everything that I wanted. This movie is ultra gory. Awesome fucking practical effect gore that's over the top. Yep. Um, the story is so much fun. It, it's mainly it's mainly a zombie movie, pretty much, um, in how it plays out. But there's so much more to love about it. This is like you've you probably seen the poster of Rose McGowan. She's got a machine gun attached to her leg. That's mm-hmm. that movie, and mm-hmm. it did not disappoint. It's over the top. It's fucking ridiculous. So I was there with the biggest smile across my face. I was laughing so much during this movie. Dude, the scene, and I'm just going to spoil one little scene of the movie. Mm. The scene where she has like a wooden peg leg on her on her stump and she mm. has sex and one of the legs goes up and then the next leg is the fucking peg leg. I was yep. fucking roaring laughing. That scene was so <laughs> funny. Um, this movie's just... I loved it so much, man. I gave it a 9 out of 10. I really, really yeah. enjoyed this movie. It's, Planet it's Terror. such a good movie. It, yeah, and I love the whole Grindhouse gimmick to it. You know, the uh, yeah. the old-style glitchiness of it uh, just really worked well. I'm so upset I didn't see this, see this at the cinemas. It would have been unreal. It was so good. But, um, yeah, Planet Terror is a 9 for me. I fucking loved it so much, man. Definitely a horror, this one. Yes. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah, it's mad. Do you want to do both? Might as well. Yeah, okay. All right. Um, so after I watched Planet Terror, I was really, really looking forward to the next... It's not a sequel, but it's like the next... Uh, it's the other movie, movie, the Grindhouse movie. Yeah. And that is Death Proof, directed by Quentin Tarantino this time. Uh, this one stars Kurt Russell... And a few mm. other people. Rosaria Dawson's in it. Zoe Bell. 
Um, but the story is Austin's hottest DJ, Jungle Julia, sets out into the night to unwind with her two friends. Um, covertly tracking their moves is stuntman Mike, played by Kurt Russell, a scarred rebel leering from behind the wheel of his muscle car, revving just feet away. So I loved Planet Terror. I had a fucking blast with Planet Terror, and I was really looking forward to Death Proof because I thought it would be the same. Uh, this was not the same at all. No. To me, and I know, oh, look, I, I searched up reviews from other people and everyone seems to really enjoy this movie. I was so fucking bored with this movie. <laughs> Besides two scenes, one that happens right at the end and one's like in the middle of the movie, nothing fucking happens. It's dialogue with a group of chicks talking about, I don't know what, because I didn't care. Kurt That's Russell... Clinton. Kurt Russell's fucking um, character was a lot of fun, but there is about... Oh, man, this movie goes for like two hours. There's probably about an hour and 40 minutes of just girl talk that I was bored shitless with. Just Um, Quentin writing girls. Yeah, I do not get the uh, hype about Quentin Tarantino. Now, mind you, I haven't seen all... I've never seen um, Pulp Fiction. I've never seen those movies. Um, you should. But they're good. Are they, though? Because uh, after seeing this, I'm like... It, I don't really care about lost dialogue and feet. Um, so... <laughs> That's Quentin. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if I want to watch any more Quentin Tarantino movies. I was just super oh. disappointed by this movie, man. You don't I like give seeing it a f- feet, you're probably not going to like them. Yeah. I give it a 4 out of 10. Really disappointed. Wow. I mean, so, I liked yeah. it less than Planet Terror, but I didn't hate it that much. Yeah, I just... It was boring to me. Nothing fucking happened, dude. I mean, it did, but yeah, you, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Um. So that was the only 2000s movie I watched, man. I'll do better next time, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's fair. All right, do you want me to run through mine? Yeah. So I watched uh, Session 9 from 2001. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tensions rise with an asbestos cleaning crew as they work in an abandoned mental hospital with a horrific past that seems to be coming back. Um, Yeah, this one was fun. It had a lot of, like, good actors in it. It was really weird. I liked the... I didn't pick the ending at all. Yes. Like, so I'm trying to remember have, it too. That's okay. So they're like cleaning asbestos stuff and then people find Each like treasure and shit. And yeah. Fucking um, everyone starts going a little crazy. Yeah. And, and then you think one dude's going crazy and then it's not. And then it's something else. It was really, it was just like all over the place. It was really fun. Um, but I'm gonna just give this one a seven and a half. Is in plus. Okay, yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah. All right. Uh, next one I watched was Thirteen Ghosts. Oh, okay. Um, this was really good. I really fucking like this movie. Wait, have you seen this before? No. <gasps> really? No. But it's one of your wife's favorites. I know it is. That's why we watched it. (laughs) Um, But yeah, not just to blow smoke up her asshole, but like, it's really fucking good. Yeah. 
Yeah, like, this is a classic. I I didn't think it'd be so good. It's so weird. It's got fucking Matthew Lillard in it, which is always fun. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the weird titty ghost. All the ghost makeup is so good. Yeah. Um, I loved the design of the house. It seemed like it was a really expensive movie. Like, just the sets looked so fucking cool. I, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was just going to be a spooky house. Yep. And it kind of was, but it was like a spooky demon house more than a spooky ghost house, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it, you know, the story's a bit dumb and all that, but I don't know. I just had a really good time with it. It's a fucking mad, gushy popcorn movie. Yeah. Agreed. Um, but I gave it a nine out of 10. Nice. Okay. Yeah. I, I really liked it. I'd totally watch it again. Also like that glass kill which is like yeah how good's that it's fucking mad (laughs) um next one I watched was uh ginger snaps oh nice okay um I really like this I I honestly didn't know what it was I didn't know it was a werewolf movie oh really Mm -mm. wow okay so, so, yeah, it just it just had that that two thousandsy stink all over it, which yeah. I quite enjoy. <laughs> um, and it was just about like dumb high school girls being dumb, and in high school, and one of them becomes a werewolf, and then just makes a bunch of stupid teenage decisions, mm-hmm. like all teenagers do. Yep, and it just it ends up really sad. And I really, and I fucking, I really liked the werewolf design in it. Did ya? I did. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it, you didn't like it? No, it's fine, it's fine. I don't know. I, I, I was just... I like a werewolf with titties. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's it's definitely not the worst werewolf design. Uh, it, and I was curious, I wondered if it would get, like, dog titties. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> human titties <laughs> werewolf's got human titties now we know question answered thank you yeah no that's fair that's fair um I can't remember the scene I remember uh not part two I don't really remember part two but part three goes into this weird fucking direction where it's a period piece it goes back in time but it still has ginger in it like the two sisters in it what? Yeah, I've only seen it the once, and I was like, what the fuck is this? I did not like it at all. <laughs> yeah, I might need to rewatch it and try and understand what it was saying, but yeah. Well, also, there was like a bunch of, like, why'd she turn so many people, and how did she turn him for fucking him? Yeah, see, it's it's been a while since I've seen it, so I can't really there, answer. There's some shit. They kept talking about tails and shit. It was, it was weird. It was <laughs> stupid, but I really liked it. I gave it an eight. Nice okay. again, a lot of eights. Um, just uh, yeah, I it was just amusing and like a cute little coming of age story, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Nice, good times. Uh, what else I got? Oh, last one, uh, Bubba Hotep. I never watched this before. Oh, okay. <laughs> what? I just it's it's a movie that I was bored by. I didn't like it at all. You didn't like it? No, no, I didn't. Not even with Bruce Campbell in it? Yeah, I know, I know, no. 
I just I thought his fucking Elvis impersonation was hilarious. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was real silly, and it was real grimy looking. Yeah. <laughs> and I liked. I don't know what, it. I don't know. It just made me laugh. I liked old Elvis fighting the bug. <laughs> I liked him just falling over, and like the story was so dumb. Like he just replaced himself. I see. I'm definitely then, sorry. You go. And then he teams up with like JFK, who's clearly not JFK. Yeah. It was just. It was too silly for me. I don't know. It's dumb. See, I'm definitely in uh, a minority with that movie. Everyone seems to love it. I just didn't connect with it at all. Nah, I, I think it's really silly, stupid, Bruce Campbelly fun. It's just like fart jokes and fucking like <laughs> he talks about his dick so much. Yeah. <laughs> nice uh, Anything else or That's it That's it for the 2000s From me Alright So you gotta I wanted to watch this one Called like Three Extremes So Oh a Japanese that. movie Yeah It's like It's apparently like Three short films I was gonna ask If you'd watched it I have not seen it No Okay No um, Cause I, I will just throw in One more But I can't really Give it an honest review Because I haven't Finished it yet Um okay. I started to watch Cairo, which is uh, also named Pulse. Uh, it's a Japanese ghost movie from 2001. I'm, it's a two-hour movie, and I'm only up to an hour at first. It's been dubbed one of the scariest movies of all time. And I sat there last night at about 1am, watching it on my laptop in the pitch dark. And I wasn't scared. <laughs> at all yeah okay and I just I, I don't know I've, I've still got an hour left so I can't give it an honest review it might really pick up in the next hour but um I just I, I, I was finding it a little boring maybe I was tired but I'll continue it and I'll let you know next time okay but um yeah alright so we've done the, the intros to the 30s we've done the intros to the 2000s now it's time to get into the fights and see where we stand before we do that, let's look at how many movies each decade had. So we'll start with the 1930s. Uh, just a random guess, Mushroom. How many horror movies do you think came out in the 1930s? 12. No, higher. <laughs> 100. Lower. 13. Okay. Fucking shut up. <laughs> the 1930s had 66 films come out. Close. Yeah, super close. Uh, the 2000s. Now, take this as a grain of salt because sure. I'm only going by Wikipedia and I had to count them all myself. <laughs> so, guaranteed I've counted wrong. But what I've yeah, counted sure. here, have a random guess, how many movies, horror movies do you think came out in the 2000s? Uh, it's got 8 million. Okay, lower. 4. <laughs> <laughs> Like four million or just four? Four. Okay. No, you're right. The ones you watched. Four? No. Uh, the 2000s. I must have watched one from a different place. <laughs> so the 2000s, according to Wikipedia and my count, was 1,233. That's right. Whoa. I counted up that high. Yeah. No, you didn't. I did. I'm real proud of myself too. How many letters did you get through? Well, there's letters. 
when you're counting. <laughs> so yeah, we go from 1,233 in the 2000s and 66 in the 30s. So when we talk about it like that, it's not really a fair fight, but we're going to do it anyway. Yeah, right. fuck you, 30s. So we've got five questions here, and we're going to start with the first one. Mushroom, which, sure. which decade had the more influential films? Influent? That's a loaded question, because I guess it'd be the 30s, right? <sighs> but when you really it break it down... influenced everything. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, like... There were also a lot of influences in the in the thousands. You look at Saw, you look at films like Paranormal Activity, True. you look at... Was Sharknado, did that come out in the thousands or that... No, that yeah, that's the thousands. Yeah, I think so. Sharknado spawned fucking how many Asylum films? Paranormal Activity yeah. inspired heaps of found footage. Like, it reinvigorated the found footage genre. Um, so I think it's it's not so much a one-sided question because there definitely are influential films from the thousands. True. Um, the whole- I'm... I'm- I'm still going to give this one to the 30s. That's fair. That's fair. I am too. I am too because obviously uh, so many filmmakers, um, we, we've heard countless interviews with some of the best makeup effects people, some of the best directors. I mean, Guillermo del Toro, Toro was heavily inspired by Frankenstein. Uh, so, yeah. were, so was Greg Nicotero and things like that. So... I'm also giving it to the 30s. Um, but I, I think it's closer than we think. I really do. I, I, I do too. I do too. You, you made a good point. Yeah. Next question. Which decade had the more enjoyable films? Enjoyable for me? Yeah. It's not really fair because most of my like <laughs> top movie, like Let the Right One In from 2000, Pan's yeah. Labyrinth is from 2000s. Yeah. Like, The Descent, Shaun of the Dead, fucking, like, I love 2000s movies. Yeah. Um, it, it probably is my favorite decade. Wow, really? Well, yeah, like, I mean, just from my, um, like, from my top list, right? Okay. Yeah, okay, okay. This will be interesting. You know, what was... Yeah, my like, it's it's close. It's that or the nineties. So, wow. Okay, I'm shocked now. See, yeah, because oh. in my in my top five, two of them are two thousands movies. Yeah. Okay. See, on paper, I would say the eighties, but this will be a really good indication of what we prefer going through all yeah, these we'll decades. See. Um, we'll see. So it, enjoyable. I'm 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 going two thousands. Yeah. Not saying the nineteen thirties unenjoyable. But like, if I was gonna rewatch something, or if I was looking, um, I I actively sometimes seek out two thousands tasting movies. Mm-hmm. You know, like I just want that vibe. Yeah, no, I get you. So get you. if there's a random horror movie from the thirties and a random horror movie from the two thousands, I'm going the two thousands. I am also, I am also because of the same things that you said. 
uh, a lot of the two, a lot more movies from the two thousands are in my favorite films rather than the thirties. Um, the thirties is is a great decade for horror, really really good. But yeah, when we're talking enjoyable films, like Trick or Treat is in my top ten, and I would put that on more than I would a Frankenstein, as much as that hurts to say. And I fucking love Frankenstein. Yeah. So. But, you know, they have aged. It is 2023. Exactly. Whatever. 24. (laughs) All right, next question. Question three. Which decade had more original and unique films? And for me, for me, I would say more unique, more original, more original and unique films. Okay. So, and this is hard because, like, the 2000s had so many more movies come out. But at the same time, I will say the 30s did. Because back then there was no, I mean, there were remakes, but there was very little remakes. There was very little sequels. Everything that came out was a new and fresh story. So, for me, I'm going to go the 30s. Hmm... I am actually going to go 2000s on this one. Shit. Okay. Was that? It, it unique and original. Yes, but unique. There's there's some weird shit in the 2000s. There is, but at the same time, the 2000s were plagued with sequels and definitely remakes. Remakes, but they had like a lot of the remakes had their own spin on them, and a lot of the remakes from the 2000s, I would argue, were better. Oh, they're fighting Hills words. Ha- Hills have eyes. Yeah. Okay, that's why. Better. Yeah, yeah. Like, and this is when like, all right, not necessarily originality, but like, we got a lot of like American ring movie, like ring style movies. Like we were remaking Japanese stuff, yeah, which wasn't really done. So that's kind of a new twist on shit. We got like um, stuff that was like mashing genres and like I don't know. I I, I think the two thousands is pretty original. Okay, all right, that's, fair. that's I, fair. I think it took a lot of the best bits from a lot of things and really brought them forward. Yeah, and it was like that um, kind of era of experimenting with. Like, sort of the, the dying age of, of practical and, and this, like, new CGI smattered era yeah, yeah of stuff. So they were doing things visually that look don't look great now, but that you couldn't do in the 30s. Yeah, no, that's fair. Look, you, you make a compelling argument. I'm still going to go to the 30s, but I see where you're coming from, and you make a lot of sense. So, sure. Uh, all right. Next question, question number four. Which decade had more importance in horror? Importance. Yeah. So when you think of horror, the genre as a whole, which is more important? These questions were really hard to come up with, by the way. (laughs) I tried, thought this for weeks. I'm going to go the 30s. Yeah. It, it's just, you think of horror, you think of Dracula and Frankenstein and... Yeah, exactly. 
like thunder and lightning and piano and Phantom of the Opera and like, you know. You do, you do. I, I think the only one that could challenge the 30s would be the 80s, maybe the 70s as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah with you, like that kind of mascot horror thing. Exactly, exactly. But yeah, you think you, it but, depends but who you ask. Really the 2000s. Yeah, like if you ask a sixty-year-old man, he'll probably say, "Oh, he could even say the 70s. If you ask an eighty-year-old man, he'd say the thirties. He'd say Frankenstein, things like that. But if you ask a kid nowadays, like yeah, they'd be looking at like the Conjuring. <laughs> so it depends who you ask. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so you went in the 30s as well? Okay. Yeah. Last question we got here, and this is total bias, but uh, which decade do you prefer? So on, an, on you're on Australian on a desert island. You can only take 2000s. collections of... Let me fucking finish. Just 2000. No, just 2000. All right, it's 2000s for me. Okay, cool. You're on a desert island. You can only take one decade's filmography. Yeah. Yeah. 2000s. I yeah, look at It hurts the thirties is that because there's only sixty six movies that came out. If I'm stranded on a desert island, I've and I take the thousands. I've got over twelve hundred to choose from. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna take the thousands as well. Um, do we have a tie? Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> Did you do you have a tiebreaker? No, I don't. I don't have a tiebreaker. So what we're gonna do here? So basically, it's um, it's five all. Ask the wife. It's five all. No, we're gonna put it down to the listeners. Okay. It's going to the polls, baby. It's going to the polls. Uh damn, this one's tough because, yeah, I I love both decades. That's the thing, and I don't want either decade to get knocked out. But one has to. I have um, a preference. <laughs> I know you do. And, and like, I'm, yeah. I kind of do too. But at the same time, I really love the other one. So, yeah. I don't know. So, what, we're, what we're going to do here in the, in the case of a tie, we are going to go to the polls. So, go to our Facebook page, the, the Dummies of Horror Super Friends. If you are, join that. Easy. If not, then go and join there you'll see a poll and you click which decade you prefer the 30s or the 2000s and we'll announce the winner on the next episode we sure will damn it (laughs) no this will be cool at least then it's like because i think both decades are really strong i do i do too i do too i i i'm like I have a preference for sure, but I am not upset if either wins. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, let us know what you thought of this episode. Uh, Hopefully this was a hit. Hopefully you guys enjoyed us talking about these these decades because we've got a fair few more weeks in front of us. So with that, next episode, we're going to be talking about the 1970s versus the 1950s, which are... I don't know. I haven't seen many 50s films, but I mean, my favorite movie of all time is from the 70s. So. <laughs> I I don't even know what 1950s horror looks like. Godzilla. Oh, nu- really? Nucle- nuclear War. 
horror. Hells yeah. So okay. big uh, monsters. Okay, you that got, might be fun. Yeah, you got movies like Them, uh, Tarantula, Godzilla, uh-huh. films like that. They sound fun. Okay, yeah. Maybe yeah. it's weird. So, yeah, it'll be an interesting look into both decades, but that will be next episode. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. Let us know if you did. Let us know if you didn't. It's all good in the hood. Um, but get your votes in and we'll determine a winner between the 1930s and the 2000s. Once again, oh, also, to people that are new on our Patreon, thank you very much for signing up. Um, but if you have requested a uh, episode, we will get to it. We're just going to get through these decades of horror episodes first. So you have not been forgotten. We will get to it eventually, but it will be a few weeks till then. Um, but yeah, if you want to join Patreon, go to patreon.com forward slash dummies of horror. We just released our newest bracket episode, which we did the best movie hero, uh, in our opinions and, uh, mm-hmm. 32 different heroes. And this is all across different genres, not just horror. So go check that out. We are coming back soon with Schwarzenegger for dummies, our Arnold Schwarzenegger podcast on Patreon. And uh, nothing set in concrete yet, but I think we might be doing the Terminator franchise. Ooh. But we'll talk about that off air, Mushroom. Okay. Um, but yeah, that is it, man. That's it for the show this week. Anything else you want to add before we leave? Mm, no. No? You're good? You're bye. <laughs> yeah, bye. Yeah, yeah, bye. All right. Until next time, guys, you stay humble, you stay beautiful, you stay sweet, too sweet, if I can channel my inner <laughs> Scott Hall. And uh, we'll catch you on the next episode of Dummies of Horror. Luke Mushroom already said goodbye. He's gone. He's bye. fucking out of here. Yeah, bye. And now I am too. Dip!
gobble, 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 hey.